0: evening, um, Hilltop Church, and we just want to thank the worship team. We're so blessed um, here at Hilltop with the singers and musicians who bring us into the presence of God, even in our homes that we can join corporately, and so just thank you to the musicians, and as you'll notice today, I'm not here with my husband. I'm here, it looks like by myself, but I actually am joined by a friend. Um, So that makes it exponentially more fun and joyful for me. So I'm actually not alone. (laughs) So today, actually, I want to introduce you guys to a friend of mine and a friend of our family. And um, we're just going to kind of have a little bit of a conversation um, she recently wrote a book, and I want her to share just about some of the truths and some of the principles that God gave to her through her book. Um, but before we get into that, um, Kadesh, welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and just introduce yourself to people and just tell them a little bit about who you are, what
1: you do, your family? So, hi, everyone. My name is Kadesh Conroy, and I am. I guess in my daytime work i do human resources for a living um but in my full-time life i'm a mother a wife an author um a lover of the gospel of jesus christ and um i write about god and 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 jesus and i you know talk to people about christ and you know who he is to my family in my life so i have a wonderful blended family um i have my two nieces who are my daughters now because i've adopted them and then i have my two biological sons so i have a household with four Four young people in 19 17 15 and 12 they always make jokes that i forget their ages but i didn't forget now (laughs) you know when you have so many it's like you're like 21 now adani um so we have a full household now and we're just trying to make it happen in this you know uh, remote environment uh, from home where i'm a professional wife mom and all those other things so that's a little
0: bit about me Amazing. Well, thanks for joining us today. Um, I don't even know how many years ago our families met. Yeah, long. Maybe the boys were like six.
1: Maybe. Yeah, like six. Like yeah, and they're twelve now. So it's been it's been like six years. Mm-hmm. Six years that we met at Hilltop, um, and I mean, since we've become connected. The spiritual connection was always there. Um, even before we became friends, like as soon as we showed up at Hilltop, it was like, okay, God was like, the spirit of the Lord is here. There's freedom here and there's freedom for our entire family. And I think that's what has gotten us to this place, ironically, <laughs> um, with the book. With my book. I remember
0: after they met, Abram was like, I feel like we are the same person. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <that's interesting>. Yeah. <laughs> it's so oh, funny. Good. It's so good. So, um, yeah, so the boys have had an ongoing um, relationship. And I definitely, obviously, went through the different various things that happen nationally that are very tumultuous and painful. I'll sometimes just text and be like, "Hey, how are your boys doing?" Like, yikes! Yeah. Like, yikes! Yikes! Yeah. Um, but what had happened was, is a couple of weeks ago, I just happened to have, and I will say, in general, multiple times a week, I have these kind of conversations. But this one particular day, <laughs> um, I happened to like end the conversation. Just, I don't want to say feeling hopeless. But just really kind of going, I don't know what the answer is, but the one thing I just kept saying, um, cause you know, Abram has several friends that are all different nationalities, all different colors. But for the purpose of this conversation, I'll just reference Josh only. <laughs> um, but I actually, in that conversation, it was Josh specifically that I referenced. And in, in that conversation, in the midst of like my tears and just kind of like, I'm trying to find a path forward here. Like where does this all go and what's the answer? I did say, I was like, I don't wanna oversimplify the complexity or the pain of this. I was like, but all I know when I look at my son and his friend Josh, it's pretty simple. Like it's simple, they just love each other. Like there's no distinguishing factors of our different colored families or maybe where we might fall politically or, any of those things, it's just a bond of love. And so for me, it was just kind of like, I just want to get my church there. (laughs) Like that was kind of like, why? Like as adults, it becomes so complex. Um, And interestingly enough, I did, I let my husband know, I went like, I had talked to him that day. I was like, just, you know, I'm like really raw and I'm sad and I'm processing. Like I just kind of laid it on the table and a package had come from you. (laughs) So they were like that very day. And um, and I, it's funny because actually that day I did think, I was like, I need to call Kadesh and just like get her perspective because this is more than I can process in my little brain. <laughs> um, so I opened up, I actually didn't open up your package yet, so I didn't know what was inside of it. I don't think I saw all the, like what was happening, but I read the card first. And when I read the card, you opened it and you addressed it with my family. And that's what it, and as soon as I read my family, I didn't even get to like the rest of the card. I just was like sobbing and weeping. And, and then you really went on to share, which I want you to share about your book, but you had published a book um, and you basically were going on to say how you felt like the timing of the book and the message of the book was so important for where we are today and just where we are as a nation and so that's really what we want to talk about today and so i don't want to divulge all the messaging and all the content because it is your story and um, just an insight that god's given you but I'd, i'd love for you to share that with us just about your book and what you wrote and what was on your heart
1: yeah so you know i just first glory to god right because his timing and his ways are so so good towards us. His grace is so good towards us that he does these things and you just never know why or when or how, but when it comes together, you're like, wow, God, you're trying to get us to see something. You're you're trying to get us to look deeper inside of ourselves to understand something about who we are in identity or what's going on. And so the book is called children follow Jesus better than grownups and uh, so backwards about four years ago now. You were preaching a sermon at Hilltop, and I don't remember exactly what the sermon was about, but at the end of the sermon, you were saying, you know, you usually have like these, you've given like anecdotes about things that Abram has done or said, um, and in the innocence in the way that he approaches Jesus in life and the gospel, and the example you gave I think you guys were having a conversation and he said, he's like, mom, you know, wh- why is it so complicated? You know, like, wh- why did they, they do that? And he, and he said, well, I just think kids, you know, follow Jesus way better than the grownups. And you, you shared that anecdote. And it was like, you know, in passing in, in the sermon and That night, I had a dream, a clear dream and revelation and, and the Holy Spirit just poured out this book. This is four years ago, poured out this book and it was children follow Jesus better than adults. Now, what was interesting is that the next day, like me and Chris, I got up, it was like 7 a.m. I was like, babe, I got this book. I've never written a children's book in my life. I was like, I don't know what this is. I've written other books for adults, but I'm like, but it's clear. I, I see it, every single line, everything was so clear. And it was really to follow the life of a, a, a child, a nine-year-old boy. Um, I think I can show, I don't know if this can, is, it, okay. Yeah. Yeah, this is it. So that's Joshua. I named I named the main character after my Josh. So that's Josh. And this is his, you know, journey uh through a day in his life just understanding uh the gospel or following like Jesus Christ would. Um you know, a day, right? So a good example is like in the book, he brings like fish sticks from the freezer to school and he starts distributing the fish sticks throughout the um, cafeteria and the principal brings them to the office and they call the parents in and they're like, Josh, why would you do that? And he's like, well, Jesus fed everybody with fishes and loaves. So I'm just trying to do what Jesus does. So it's it's a you know kind of a a funny perspective on the way that a child would look at the gospel and how a child would approach um what jesus has taught us to do or how he has taught us to walk and you know like three years ago or four years ago when i wrote it it was like okay good it's done when i tell you how difficult it was to get this book printed and published, it was so hard. And I'm like, God, I know you want this book. I know you want us to read this book. I'm like, so why is it so difficult? So I finally get it done around this time. And when I started looking at the book, when the the book came from the printers and I started reading it, I said, wow. Mm -hmm. Wow, Holy Spirit, you're bringing us back to this moment, um, in uh, particularly this this moment in Matthew, where Jesus takes us through these parables on on how he is expecting for us to live and how he wants us to to walk and what it means to really enter into the kingdom, and it starts with. Looking at um, things through the eyes of a child, or responding to our brother and sister in the way that a child would, and our hearts getting back to that uh, very pure uh, natural state of you know how children see things, and so this is how uh, the book came together. But when I was sending the book to you um, it it was very clear to me that. When I thought about Joshua and Abram's relationship, I would think about like when like I would go to pick Josh up, and they would be in the room. I get you know I told you this like playing Legos with one another, Mm -hmm. and they could play for hours, Mm -hmm. right? And just the the love that they had for one another, it it never it wasn't so complicated. Right. right? It, it never felt so complicated. And this is not to minimalize the complexities of identity as adults, but it is to say, you know, how do we get our hearts back to a place where I see you as my family in the gospel. I see you as my brother, as my sister, um, regardless of what it is that we are challenged with in certain areas in society. And so I think that when I was writing the card to you, it was like, God was like, listen, my family, uh, because we are a family in the gospel of Christ, you know, despite whatever it is, can we get back to a space where we follow Jesus like children do? Um, and I know it sounds, <laughs> it sounds elementary, but, and it's not to minimize the seriousness of, of how we we do need to understand the gospel, but it's really about thinking back to where our heart response is and where our posture is to one another. Like, can we, can we solve something? We build like a giant Lego uh, infrastructure together where they, they're not even, they weren't even speaking, they were just building together. And I think the shared understanding of love makes that easier for kids. Yeah. And that's a little bit about the book, but how, how it came together and the divine timing. I mean, I I could have sent it two years ago, who who knows? But the divine timing in the the day that you received it, um, it it does speak to the parable as well, because in the Matthew 18, it starts with uh, talking about children and the reconciling and, and looking at children in the heart of how we should respond as children. But when you go further into that parable, it actually talks about reconciliation. (laughs) And Jesus was so good with that. It's like, he starts, he sets you up with one thing. It's like the surf. It's like, oh, you think it's coming one way and then it ends the other way. It's like, oh, okay. So he's saying, start your heart this way so that when you get to these places, these more difficult places, the places where reconciliation is important, here is how you respond. First, heart is here, like a child. And then here is how you respond to get to a place of reconciliation. So, yeah.
0: so Good. Well, let's read Matthew chapter 18. Um, so Matthew chapter 18, verse 1 says, At that time the disciples came to Jesus saying, Who then is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Then Jesus called a little child to him and he set him in the midst of them. In verse 3 it says, And said, Assuredly, I say to you, unless you are converted and become as little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever receives one little child like this in my name receives me. Verse six says, but whoever causes one of these little ones who believes in me to sin It would be better for him a millstone were hung around his neck and he were drowned in the depths of the sea. (laughs) That's kind of intense. (laughs) I'm like, should I stop? (laughs) I'm like, it's the words of Jesus. (laughs) But I mean, and it's like you said, you know, not to oversimplify, you know, just the complexity and the the pain that surrounds, um, you know, what many adults are facing right now. Um, But I think, you know, the question for me is, what does it look like for us to become like children? Like, what does that mean? Like, how does that translate? How do we walk that out? Um, You know, as I was contemplating on this because of your book and because of your letter, and it's, I mean, I can say in all honesty, I don't think I have really like meditated um, I mean, obviously the principle of it, when I'm kind of in tears going, yeah, but Abram and Josh, you know, obviously it's the heart of God just saying like, there's wisdom in children that we should learn from. But I, I don't think I've meditated on this passage of scripture in a very long time. And so from hearing from you and reading your book, um, it did make me go like, wow, that's pretty intense when Jesus says, unless you become like a child, and like for me meditating upon it you know i realized like as adults like oftentimes we feel as though we have all the answers or that we know you know that like we we have a presumption about us rather than being in the place of innocence and even dependency and and he uses the exact words therefore whoever humbles himself because children just are kind of more in a place of Humility because they don't know it all, you know, like, (laughs) you
1: know, it, um, when you and I were talking, I, I was starting to think about this place of, you know, what does it mean to get back to the heart, like be like a child, like how do you get back to the space? And you just brought up this great point about knowledge, right? And how our egos, our self-identifications, the, the things that make us who we are, my background, where I'm from, my parents, my children, my my everything, my social, wherever I am, forms this identity in, in culture and society that uh, sometimes it's hard to separate from, right? Because, you know, I can't separate myself from myself, right, <laughs> right? <laughs> okay? Um, and and that's the posture where it becomes challenging as an adult because I have formulated these things about myself and the things that come with who I am. Like me, I'm a black woman. You see I'm my skilled skin color. I can't separate that from myself, right? Um, and it it brings me brought me back to this place in the Garden of Eden, and it it was. Um, it's like the temptation in the garden wasn't the fruit it was that like god may some know something that we don't know right so we we want to get to this place where sometimes knowledge almost is the thing that can corrupt our hearts because you know you see like the greater knowledge the more that we know the more that we're it being analytical, and we have to analyze this, and well, this makes sense, and that makes sense, or she's on the left, and he's on the right, and the greater the knowledge, the more that happens here, the more that I feel like we move away from an understanding of the heart, and children, it's like the having the access to knowledge doesn't mean that we have greater access to God, it's, mm-hmm. it's having the access to the heart of god that means that we have greater access to god and i think that that's what this parable is about is that children approach access in a in a very loving form like i think we were talking about like the playground and we're like oh there's a we tell our kids there's a playground go play they don't start with like okay well does it say that you could only play till eight um that bar over there, do you go to that bar? Do you not go to that bar? Do you, you know, like they're not asking for the 10 10 step ways to get through the playground. They just go with one another and they play and they approach it with this um, loving innocence of exploration and understanding the spirit of exploration. And I think that that's what God wants us to do is that he wants us to explore a relationship with him, to understand the spirit of exploration, get to his greater understanding, Mm -hmm. um, and that would lead us to greater identity. And so I think there is like this hindrance with where we confuse, um, or we have a challenge with discerning reconciliation on whether or not we should be reconciling with one another. Like, am I reconciling Bethany to Kadesh, or am I reconciling something within myself to the nature of Christ? Then I can come to Bethany, right? Um, and it's been very challenging, to say the least, to be able to separate that because there's pain involved in that. You know, there are pieces of who we are. Um, that make it complicated mm. um, and it, it becomes hard to separate our ego from the spirit. Mm. But it's like it that's what makes this walk hard. Right. It's not easy.
0: Absolutely.
1: Well, there was like a whole lot of
0: wisdom in there, <laughs> lots and lots of wisdom, um, which it would be good for us to be able to take some time and unpack. Um, So what we might need to do is like be able to develop some of those thoughts further, like for next week. Um, But for this week, could you possibly pray for us as Hilltop? Could you pray for our community? Would you pray for the reality of Matthew chapter 18 um, and how to live this out and that we would walk this out?
1: Sure, Father, yes, thank you. So God, we we just thank you, God. We thank you, Father, that it is your spirit that is with us, Mm. that it is your heart for us, God, that we walk through this life, Father, as children would. Mm. Father God, I thank you, God, that the eyes of our understanding are opened, not to knowledge of culture, society, or any of those things, but to greater knowledge of your heart, Father, God, I pray, Father God, that your word, Lord, becomes truth and life to us, Father. That we see your spirit, God. We see the spirit of reconciliation. We see the spirit, Father God, in the heart of a child, Lord. That we come to one another, Father God, like children in a playground, not trying to understand the rules, the boundaries, the barriers of what separates us, God, but what brings us together. Oh, God, we thank you, Lord, for a spirit of together. Lord, that we can sit, God, sit with one another, understand one another, speak to one another, love on one another, God, like Jesus showed us how, Lord. God, I'm asking you, Lord, that in this season, that we walk like children would walk, that we play like children would play, that we speak like children would speak, Father God, not thinking about our egos, not thinking about what matters in terms of how we're hurt or how we want to be pleasured or whatever it is, Father God, but that our hearts would be in a posture that we want to understand you. And in understanding you, Father God, we know that you're so spirit, Lord, will help us understand each other. God, let us be like children. Let us love like children. Let us understand like children, Father God. We just repent, Lord, that we, we've we put, God, our own understanding before your knowledge, Lord. We repent, Father God, that we have put our own agendas before your agenda, Father God. We're asking that the agenda, the blueprint of the living God be made whole right now to Hilltop Church to every single church, Father God, to every single person that needs to know the gospel of Jesus Christ. We ask that your spirit, God, enter in like the spirit of a child running through, just trying to get the greatest understanding of love, kindness, grace, and mercy, playing like we would in the playground, not looking at skin, not looking at background, not looking at social or political or economic standing, God. We thank you that we look for your your eyes Lord we look for your heart in the name of Jesus so father as we enter into this place God with our hearts surrendered to you Lord we give this conversation we give our hearts we give our words we give everything to you Lord God have your way Lord we know that you're working it out father God for our good we know that we will look back at this time father God and say thank you that your spirit was here thank you that your spirit was in the midst of this thing i thank you for the loving relationships of brothers father god that our sons father god will teach us how we should walk let us look to the children god for more understanding Let us look to the children, Father God, for more understanding from you on how you want us to move, Lord. So I thank you, Lord, for this posture, this childlike posture of our hearts, God. I thank you for Hilltop Church. I thank you, Father God, that you have put them on a hill, Lord, so that they could be set aside, Lord, to do your work, this work of reconciliation, this work of understanding, how to move God like a child would move. I thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Yes, Lord. Amen.
0: Amen. Fire, sister. (laughs) I love you. I love you. (laughs) I love you. Thank you so much for joining us today. We definitely have um, topics that we touched upon that we're gonna develop in greater depth for next week. And so for those of you that joined us um, today, you can look forward to hearing from Kadesh next week um, and even hearing her develop some of the things that she touched on today. So thank you for joining us. We love you, stay safe and um, plug in to prayer, be praying in communities, give your life to prayer, find your stability in prayer and seek God's face this week. If you're new to the Hilltop community or you're exploring the Christian faith and you have questions, you want to talk and maybe pray with somebody, we would love to meet you and get to know you. We will connect you for a one-on-one 20-minute Zoom call and just basically have a chance to get to know each other. So fill out our virtual connect card and we will get you paired up with somebody who will meet up with you and get you connected. So to do that, go to hilltopboston.com slash
1: connect. Other than that, we love you guys and we look forward to seeing you next week.